Bethel Baptist Church to our daily devotion. Uh, this morning we'll be in Psalms chapter number three. Psalms chapter number three. Uh, and this, this message actually comes from something that Cody preached on. If you were in our drive-in service uh, um, the last Sunday night, Cody was doing uh, the, the sermon. And he preached and, and he, he talked about Thou, O Lord. And uh, many of you would know that song from when the choir uh, was able to, to, to sing for us. And, and if you're in the choir, you'd know it very well. Um, but it's a really powerful song, a really good song. And we're going to actually be looking at the text that that song is based out of. Uh, and we'll be in Psalms chapter number three. Now, many of the, the, the Psalms that we have in the Bible were written by David. Uh, and I love studying the life of David because God uh, chose to put not just the really good and the, the, the mountaintop experiences, if you want to call them that, of David's life uh, in the Bible for us. But God also included the times that he failed, uh, the times that he was in the valley or the times that, that weren't easy or weren't smooth. Um, and I love that because in our lives, in your lives, no doubt, there'll be times that we're, we're doing really well and there'll be times that we're, we're not doing well. And yet God has that for us to see in David's life. He doesn't hold anything back. His sin, his failure, his victories are all there for us to, to be able to study and, and really to relate to. Um, and so the Psalms chapter 3, uh, the, the one that we're going to look at today was in one of those valleys of David's life. There's three main um, low points um, that the Bible records about David. The first was when he was being pursued by Saul. Uh, and uh, David had already been anointed king over Israel, uh, and, and Saul became jealous of the, the military victories of David, um, and so he pursues him. He tries to hunt and kill David. And so that would be a low point in David's life. Uh, the next one that we see is after David's on the throne, he falls into sin, and he, he commits adultery and then murder uh, in, in with Bathsheba and Uriah, her husband, um, and, and there's a time of, of, of sin, you know, it is, there's consequences that David would face because of that. Uh, and then the, the third low point that we could look at for David was the rebellion um, of his son Absalom, when his son would, would, would try and take the throne from his father. And where we find Psalms chapter number three, David is on the run from his own son, you know, and, and I imagine the deja vu, the, the feeling of, you know, I've been on the run for my life before would have been similar when he ran from Saul. But how much worse would it be if the person pursuing you was your own flesh and blood, was your own child trying to, to take the throne from you? And so no doubt this is a very low point for David. Uh, and so we're going to read through uh, Psalms chapter number three and see what are some of the lessons or what are some of the truths um, that David knows, that David reminds himself of, that David makes these statements, um, and, and how that can be an encouragement to us. And so Psalm chapter number three, we'll start reading in verse number one. And the Bible says, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. And if we were to go back in, in, in uh, 2 Samuel chapter 15, the Bible says, in verse 12, and Absalom sent for Athothophel, the Gileonite, David's counselor from his city, even from Gilo, while he offered sacrifices and the conspiracy was strong. For the people increased continually with Absalom 
And there came a messenger to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel are after Absalom. And David said unto his servants that were with him at Jerusalem, Arise, let us flee, for we shall not escape from Absalom. Make speed to depart, lest he overtake us suddenly and bring evil upon us and smite the city with the edge of the sword. You know, everywhere David looked, more and more of the men were starting to follow Absalom. And Absalom was very strategic in his rebellion. Um, before, before he really enacted it, he did a lot of preparation and he, he won. The Bible talks about him winning the hearts of the men. And so when David says in, in Psalms 3 verse 1, how are they increased that trouble me? You know, the people of, of David's kingdom um, were leaving David's uh, uh, the, the allegiance or the loyalty that they had for him and going with Absalom. Many are they that rise up against me. Verse two, many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. You know, it'd be one thing to rise up in rebellion, but then there's another group of people um, that, that said of David, God's not going to help him. God's not going to protect him. God's not going to bless him. In 2 Samuel 16, we find the story of Shimei. Shimei was a man and he came out um, cursing and, and throwing stones at David. But he specifically says, come out, thou bloody man, thou man of Belial. Uh, that is, um, you know, someone so opposed to God, a, a Baal worshiper. Uh, um, you know, we, we might, we might uh, equivalent to that would be a, a, a Satan worshiper or something. And this man comes out and accuses David of, a, of calling him a man of Belial. In verse 8 of, of chapter 16, the Bible says, The Lord hath returned upon thee all the blood of the house of Saul, in whose stead thou hast reigned, and the Lord hath delivered the kingdom into the hand of Absalom thy son. Behold, thou art taken in thy mischief, because thou art a bloody man. You know, that was maybe the rumor, that was what... People were whispering around David that God was judging David, maybe, or, or um, you know, that David had lost favor with God. And specifically, we see the, the accusations and the slander from this man named Shimei, uh, that David was a man of Belial, that God was returning this upon him, you know, that he was reaping what he was sowing, perhaps, is how we would say it today. Um, and so we see that in verse 1 and 2, that David is just being transparent and honest and just just crying out to God that, look, everyone's rising up against me. There's so many people rising up against me. They're saying there's no help uh, for me and God. Um, and, and then he says at the end of verse two, just Selah, which is just a pause and meditate on that. You know, and if we stop and we put ourselves in David's shoes and see all, all the kingdom rising up against us, you know, the, the rumor is that God's judging us perhaps. And just to sit there and to, to think about the, the point that David would be in, the emotional stress that he'd be under, the anxiety maybe. But he doesn't stay there. You know, he's, he's honest. He would be, you know, in, in a time of despair. But look at verse 3. And in the Bible just says, but thou, O Lord. You know, as much as verse 1 and 2 are sad and depressing and challenging, David reminds himself of some truth. In verse 3, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. You know, if we're talking about that song, Thou, O Lord, that the choir sings, you know, the, the beginning, the arrangement is very, is uh, kind of dark and, and, and muted and stuff. 
um, as they're talking about there's no hope for for him and God and, and, and those lines, those lyrics there. And then it just goes real calm and really peaceful and says, but thou, O Lord, if you remember that song, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. And David reminds himself of that. He says, God, you are a shield. He goes on to say, my glory, the lifter up of mine head. Um, verse four, I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hill. You know, it reminds me of the, the story of Elijah uh, and the prophets of Baal when they were trying to call down fire and Elijah's mocking uh, those prophets saying, your God doesn't hear you. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe you got to be louder. Maybe he's on vacation, you know? Um, and of course, we, we know that Baal is, is nothing, you know, he, he, he couldn't hear the, those prophets at all. And David says, I cried unto the Lord, the, the true God, Jehovah, with my voice, and he heard me. You know, it, it's, uh, we were at um, Amanda's uh, mom and dad's for her birthday, man, uh, the mom, her mom's birthday. Um, and a lot of the grandkids were there, and, um, and they were all downstairs playing. And then all we hear is this really just, this scream, this, this crying and wailing. And we both look up, um, but we could tell it wasn't one of our kids. You know, we know, we know the cry of Timmy. We know the cry of Toby. And it, and, and it wasn't one of ours. Um, and, and God knows the sound of our voice. He knows our cry. And, and David knew that. He, when he cried unto the Lord, God heard him out of his holy hill. And then he says, Selah, again, just to stop, think on that, that God hears you in the midst of the 7 billion people on this earth. When you cry out to God, he hears you and he listens to you. And he listened to David. David says in verse five, I laid me down and slept. And how many of you know when you're, when you're going through a trial or a difficulty, how difficult sleep can be? And David said, I laid me down and slept and I awaked, and he says, how could I get up in the morning? You know, how David could have just stayed in bed maybe, you know, and, and just wallowed in the mire. But he says, I awaked for the Lord sustained me. God was giving him the strength to keep going day by day by day, even in this opposition that he was facing. Verse 6, I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. David reminds himself. He, he, he declares the, 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 the sorrow that he's in. He declares that God hears him, that God is a shield, a protector for him. And then at the end, he declares God's power, God's glory. You know, that God is the salvation. David had many military conquests and victories, um, but at the end of everything, verse 8, he says, Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. And David found rest in that. David found peace in that, I believe. And so my, my thought this morning, or, or just to be an encouragement, is that we, we keep Psalms 3 in the back of our mind for the next time that we're we're in our own little valley or we're in our own little maybe pit of despair, you know? And we can go and we can read Psalms 3 and, and put ourselves in, in David's shoes 
and remind ourselves the same truths that David reminded himself of, that God hears us. God is our shield. God is our salvation. God will sustain us. And uh, my prayer is that that would be an encouragement to you uh, as it encouraged David. Let's pray together. God, you're so good to us. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for these um, the, the stories of David and, and not just the good stories, but the, the ones of his, his sin or, or the times that he uh, was in a, um, running from Saul or his son uh, Absalom as well. And, and God, I just pray that as David found peace by dwelling on how good you are, God, that we would follow that pattern and find our peace as well through you. I pray this in Christ's name. Amen. 